0: Hello, my dear one, and welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the place for dreaming boldly and being unapologetically yourself. Life design is all about taking your power back and intentionally creating a life based on your own rules, values, and understandings of success. Authentic Life Design is here to empower you to go beyond your inner limitations and design a fulfilling, free, and abundant life. Hi, my name is Vikra. I'm your host here, and I'm on a mission to inspire, empower, and guide people to overcome their inner doubts and find courage to live life boldly, fully, and fulfilled. With my coaching, I help aspiring both babes to find their essence, gain knowledge and confidence, and build their own businesses. I'm so happy that you're here today. Let's get started. hello my love and welcome to another dose of my business learnings or everything that i learned in my first year of business um, this is the topic the theme that i set for our february episodes and In the previous ones, in episode 40, we spoke about some of the things that you need to know about um, becoming self-employed and the things that I feel like is less spoken about on the internet. In episode 41, we spoke about building an offer as a freelancer or business. So how to package your knowledge, your skill set in something that's tangible when you can sell online. So if you've missed these episodes, maybe... After this one, you can go back and listen to them um, because I feel like today's episode is a very logical next step. We'll be diving into the topic of online visibility and how to build one as a freelancer or business owner. So we'll be focusing on how to use your online visibility in order to get clients in order to uh, just broaden your audience of people you can sell to. So I'm not going to be giving any kind of general advice of how to grow on Instagram or how to make trendy reels or whatever, Um, but we'll be speaking about how to mindfully use these platforms in order to grow our own business um, or freelance practice. And this is a topic that I'm really passionate about because Marketing, social media, communications, branding, these are all things that I've been working in prior to starting my own business. Um, these are the things that fascinate me so much about the new age of work, let's call it, and just how traditional media have um, transformed into something completely different right now in the life that we live. Um, and again, also using this is in a positive way. I feel like there are a lot of downsides of um the whole online space, and there are a lot of people that feel resistant resistance to being online and to speaking about themselves online, to showing up so um often or confidently. But at the same time, I think it has a lot of freedom when it comes to you promoting what you do, um, also e- choosing the narrative of how you're going to present yourself um, and building a community, building a people and deeper connection with um, people that you can later work with or create friendships with. And I've done all of this. Like I found clients on the internet. I found friends on the internet um, and I do use it very actively. Um, so I'll be diving into this as well, like how active do you have to be or um, should you be pursuing a particular schedule online? So, yeah, um, if you're new to the podcast, hi, my name is Vikra. I am um, the coach at Authentic Life Design. I help women build their businesses and bring their ideas into action and create meaningful things into the world. I help both with strategic steps and business foundations, but also um, with mindset and just getting unstuck on places that are really keeping us um, low or like not um, moving in the pace that we want to. Um, So yeah, I have a lot of experience in um, design thinking and communication, branding, uh, social media marketing, but also business foundations um, and learning how to bring one idea into action. Um, I've worked with more than 30 clients right now, and I know what people go through when it comes to starting your own thing. I know the doubts. I know the fears. Um, so, yeah. You can find more on my Instagram channel about my services, and very soon on my website too. It's been updating currently, uh, but yeah, I would say let's start um, with a term definition in a very German way of my of me. <laughs> but uh, what is online visibility? So for me and how I use this in this podcast episode, this is a general term for the way you position yourself online and how people can find you on the internet. So this would include social media presence, um, you on different social media channels, such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, LinkedIn, your website, um, or any creative platforms that you decide to be on, such as YouTube, podcasting, um, and so forth. And again, uh, we'll be diving into how to use this more um, mindfully or intentionally for your business. Um, And oftentimes I hear the question, can you build a business um, and freelance practice without online visibility? And I want to dive into this because I think it's super important. And I was having um, a big challenge earlier this year of how to navigate this and how much attention should I be putting online? So the short answer is yes i completely believe that you can build a business without online visibility Uh, i mean how have people built businesses before uh, with traditional media Of course you can. Um, The thing is, can you reach your target audience only offline? And if you can, there are, I believe, a lot of examples of businesses that run almost completely offline. So depending on where your community is and the people that you want to reach, the people that you want to help or sell your products to, uh, this really um, will be the turning point of you deciding do you need to be online visible or not. And I think the biggest benefit of being um, online and having online visibility is the fact that you can reach broader audience. Yes, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do. But at least for me in my business, it really helped me to get outside and start working with people that are outside of my friend circle or friends of friend circle. So the first moment where I built my offering um, and my business, let's call it, I first worked with friends and friends of friends. And for me, this was a great testing phase. Um, I needed this in order to get more feedback on my services and understand how to package everything and what um, people like, what they don't like. So this was enough for me. And it was actually a very safe space. I, I wouldn't feel prepared to go online and be like, hey, stranger, come work with me. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Um, however, at some point, this friends and friends of friends circles were a little bit too tight for me, like I needed more, I needed to reach more people. And since the, um, the characteristics of my business or the vision that I have with my business is to um, run online to a big percentage. Um, yes, I am focused on working with people offline too, but I currently, in this phase of my life, I'm really comfortable with working offline since I'm traveling a lot online, since I'm traveling a lot, and I wanted to have this flexibility of having clients and working with clients, but still be able to move, to travel, to change places. So this is why I decided to go online and find people online. If I would have built a business that's completely focused on offline group coachings or any kind of practices, I don't think that I would be so fast of going online. Maybe my approach back then would be to go to a couple of uh, communities and studios and just networking events around the topics that I work into and get to know people and tell them what I do. Because I believe that there is a lot of power in the in-person communication. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to mention this here. Yes, you can build a business without online visibility. The only thing that the online visibility will give you um, is just broader audience. And this really, again, depends on your vision, for your practices and for your business. Don't feel rushed or that you have to build online visibility. That once you've started working as a freelancer, now I have to have a website. Yes, you need one only in the moment where you will be applying or like finding clients online and trying to show them your work. Of course, they would want to see your work and know more about you. Um, and this is the good thing about um. Social media and also your website and everything that we curate online, we do it the way we want to do it. We tell our story the way we want to do it. And we are pretty much the editor of everything that we put out. And I think this is very powerful because if you think about the traditional media, um, TV, newspapers, oftentimes you get interviewed or you get kind of a slot for putting in your information. But very, very often you actually are dependent on on other other editors and people that will change the narrative of your storytelling. And I can tell you how much I've heard the story of someone uh, being very excited to be somewhere on traditional media. And then in the end of the day being like, oh, my God, they put this so wrongly. They didn't share this information that I wanted. So um, having your own channels and having your own kind of media outlets is so powerful um, in terms of you sharing um, your story. And I guess this answers also the other question that I often get, uh, why do you have to build online visibility as freelancer or business owner? Again, to broaden your audience and to be able to reach more people, to be able to um, narrate your story and just decide how you want to, to position yourself out there. So how to approach this? I come out with five, is it five? Yeah, five steps. Um, or let's say five learnings from my journey Um, and I believe they will be very useful for you and I hope they will help you not do the mistakes that I did at the start. Um, So I would say let's dive into them. My biggest mission behind everything that I do is to help as many people as I can to tap into their unique gifts and share them with the world no matter if it's through a freelance practice, through building a business, becoming self-employed, or even just being more authentic in their everyday life. And this is why in the whole month of February, I decided to create a little challenge game, a giveaway to help you support me in growing this podcast and reaching more people. So I will be giving out one free, one-on-one 90 minute session with me, it can be getting stuck, it can be just really focused on your personal journey right now and supporting you with the next steps, with the mindset blocks and everything. And in order to participate, I would love for you to do two things, depending on where you're listening to the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, I would love for you to first subscribe to the podcast. And the second thing is to share a story on your Instagram and tag Authentic Live Design this is how i'm gonna see you and i'm gonna put you in the giveaway so this is um option number one if you're listening on spotify option number two would be if you're listening on apple podcasts to leave a review there and really do it very honestly i would love to hear your feedback what you love about the podcast what you want to listen to more what it helps you with anything that you would really down I would love to read and I'll probably read it out in the next podcast episode so yeah if you're on um, Apple podcast please do that this is how you can enter the giveaway and with that said let's go back to the podcast episode Mm, the first thing that I've written down is don't overdo it like me uh, and start small So as someone who, as I told you, have been working a lot in um, marketing, social media and branding, I was thinking that I have to have kind of 7,000 social media channels and a Facebook group and a podcast and so many different outlets just because this was what I was seeing online. And I think oftentimes people do this mistake that they, they see people online of how they have narrated their channels and they're like, oh, okay, so I should be having... Um, my website and then my Instagram and then my YouTube channel and probably a podcast. And um, yes, you can definitely do that. I just believe that um, it would be better if this like all of these different outlets come a little bit later on your journey. When you're just growing and when you're just deciding to position yourself online, I believe it's important to focus on one um, channel, no matter what this channel is. I don't believe that there's right or wrong here. And I wouldn't give anyone an advice of be on this media instead of this one. Choose TikTok instead of Instagram. I always say to my clients and everyone who is in Kickstart Your Business, choose your platforms. Choose the one that you enjoy using, that you like, and really make make the best out of it. Even if you're crazy about LinkedIn and you really know how LinkedIn functions and you somehow get it, you can just get the best out of LinkedIn and focus there. No matter that right now Instagram and TikTok might be more trendy, it's important to know also where is your audience um, when you decide what channels to use. So um, you don't need to start big and you, you don't also understand that all of these things that you see, they take so much time. And most of these people that you see online, they also have teams that are taking their YouTube video and they're making it into a podcast and they're, um, I don't know, cutting it and editing it, editing it and making it into reels. So all of these things take so much time to create. And this is something that I'm sharing with you just out of my experience as someone who has had um, a Facebook group and a, a very active Instagram channel um, and also creating this podcast it's hard to spread your energy into all of these just because um, your social media and your marketing strategies are not everything in your business. This is like, I don't know, 30%. You have so much other things to do of working with clients and developing your product and organizational stuff and so much other things. So if you decide to start crazy with so many different platforms you're just gonna uh, burn yourself out it's really hard to stay consistent also and this is why at the start so last year my Facebook group was much more active than this year I'm also um, almost not using it at all right now uh, which I'm very sad about but I also started putting more um, consistency and effort into the podcast and before the podcast was not so um, regular so I just see from my own experience that you only have energy and um, focus and capabilities as a solopreneur, as someone who is working alone, to pretty much nurture one or two um, medias consistently. Yes, you can be on all of that, but just doing them from time to time, but also in order to grow on social media um, and reach more people, you got to be consistent. So this is a thing here. Um, I never like to give advice. I never like to say this or that. I'm just sharing with you my experience and really what worked and not worked for me. And what didn't work is starting with too many channels and not being able to be consistent on all of them. Um, so, yeah, that's point number one. Don't overdo it. Start really small and simple and really to choose one channel and be like, okay, what is my strategy here? How can I be consistent? What do I want to create? Um, And again, like, what do I want to create is the question and not what I should be creating and what um, do I know that the algorithm prioritizes? You want to make this fun. You're doing it for yourself um, and you want to enjoy that in the end of the day. Is it okay to have moments um, of pause where you're not so active? Completely, yes. Um, All these new medias are working in a way that um, creators pretty much easily can come to a burnout just because they're trying to be consistent and they're trying to give their best uh, on all these channels. So I believe that your mental health comes first um, and not your, I don't know, new followers and growing on Instagram or any other channel and whatever. So really do you. Um, so yeah, and this is actually connected to point number three, but before that we have point number two. <laughs> um, so the second thing I want to share with you is build a simple and effective website. This is another thing when you put together your offer or you start getting more clarity of what do you want to sell online and how do you want to present yourself, There comes a question of, okay, how do I build a website? What do I put in this website? Um, And also, how should it look? And so many people procrastinate on their websites just because they have huge expectations of what this should look like and be like and feel like. And they think they should be working with a designer and make something crazy. And they never do it. And it's so important, I believe, to have a website as a business or a freelance because people can find you online and they can understand more about what you do. And procrastinating on that is not a good idea. So what I found that really helps in terms of being more productive um, and also chill about your website is that you really don't have to make anything complicated at the start with I guess it's the same advice as before, start small. Don't think that your website have to have thousand pages and you have to put all the information there. Um, and all your story and so like you don't need long text, you don't need so much detail. You have to on your website you have to put the most important things in a very short and easy way to read. And this is something that I help people do in Kickstart your Business. We Call this session the brand core, and I pretty much challenge them to put simply together what do you do, how do you do it and why? how can people find you what are your services uh, what's your story that's everything and also shortly what's your story you know what's your mission what's your vision what's your values that's also the kind of bonuses that can be there but how I would navigate this uh, and how I did it before. So this is the thing, like here, I didn't really get it so wrong, but I see a lot of people doing it. Um, I sit down and I first wrote the text and all the details that I actually want to have on my website. So I haven't worked on my design and so much the colors and whatever. I wanted to have simply the text, the pages, um, the photos, all the content that needs to come in. And afterwards, I was able to create the design with a friend of mine, but again, like she, she's a graphic designer, but you don't have to have a graphic designer to do that. You can use platforms such as Squarespace and Wix and kind of um, very uh, intuitive platforms that have templates and you can pretty much just fill these templates with your information and you have it. Like you, you really have it, that's that. And I also... Um, say to my clients that I believe that one pager, um, so having a website of one page, just scroll down page. Sometimes it's enough. You don't have to have many pages. You can, of course, improve that with time and you will change your website so many times anyway. So start small and just do something that is good enough and you can put out there and you can help people contact you or see your work or understand what your services are. And that's that, like nothing more. And I guess the final thing is try to be as short and precise as you can on your website. I see so many people writing down long creative texts and they're putting out their so into this. And that's amazing. That's great. Thank you for doing this. But many people are so lazy online and they don't read so much into detail as if they're like opening a new chapter in a book. They want to know the most important information and they want to find it simply. They want to be able to contact you. And that's that. And maybe find how to do it in a more personalized way. And this is why I um, help my clients find their values or their voice. Um, So there's something that really gives a little bit more of you in your business. But that's an extra. Advice number three is, or like lesson number three is learning how to be consistent because as i said i guess connected to point number one i was struggling a lot with consistency just because i was trying to spread myself into like seven channels um and yeah just be present on all of them and create new content so it was really really hard for me to be consistent and being consistent is really important but what i'm saying here is not it's important for you to show up six days a week or seven days a week, this is not consistency. Like this is not a healthy consistency for me. And I believe consistency looks very different uh, from person to person. I want you to find what works for you and stay with it and understand what is the thing and the mm, kind of consistency that you can keep for a long period of time. Maybe this is just one post on Instagram or maybe just one TikTok, no matter what it is, I don't want you to judge yourself. I don't want you to try to compare yourself to other channels because you are doing you based on your um, life, based on your daily life, based on the things that you ha- like have to do in your business and also your priorities. So um, I would want you to think about what is a routine that you can keep consistent and just sticking to it. And of course, adapting in a one month or two months, seeing, does this really work? Is this the best way that I can do that? But yeah, being consistent is really important because imagine you start an Instagram channel and then someone finds you and they're really inspired by what you do and they really vibe with you and they like that they're, yeah, they're just there, <laughs> they're, they like you. And at some point you stop posting and you stop posting for two months. And this is what I've been doing before. And they they 're like, "Hey, what happened to this girl, and they forget you, um, which is okay, um, but I just learned that a more healthy and sustainable way of doing this is to um, not be crazy um, productive and posting in one month and then the next month to disappear completely which again was the dynamic that I was doing at the start and I was pushing myself to be there and to post and to create stories and to create reels and I was really overdoing it like i it was out of my mm, Not comfort zone, but the the way that I would want to do it, I was just thinking that I should be doing it because of the algorithm. And every time I've done anything because of the algorithm, I've been burned out. And then I just deleted Instagram completely for one month, two months, three months even. uh, And then I came back. And this really doesn't work for your audience. And you have to have kind of... um, respect, let's say, or I don't know, to care about your audience because they're there um, to support you and to, because they find something in you and it's weird to just disappear sometimes. And that's why I learned that now listening to my inner voice and being consistent um, and what this means to me is much more important because in this way, I don't need to have two months of breaks. Um, Most of the times now I take the weekends off. I also use scheduling platforms from time to time. So I am able to create content while I'm not creating the content and I'm actually chilling. Um, So that really helps me with my energy and just being consistent. So yeah, Um, content planners, content scheduling can help you with that. But also I feel like a lot of people can't really start with content scheduling right up front um, in their business. So see if this is just something that resonates with um, the season that you are in your business and maybe you can explore it. I was very against it before and I even think that in one of the first podcast episodes I was speaking about how... I don't like that and it doesn't feel feel genuine with my audience and I want to be present and whatever, which is true. Like I still feel that, but I see that it was a limiting block that I was just having kind of fear that if I don't show up and if I don't post, people will forget about me. Um, so yeah, let's move on. Number four, speak about what you sell and what your services are and what your business is all about. So this is a thing. I was so afraid um, of speaking about my work, my business, my products, that I was posting so often. And I was doing these um, greet posts and stories and showing so much of my life and the things that I believe in. But I never really told people how they can work with me. And this changed just a couple of months ago. Like before, I was so shy of what people will think about it. Is it too salesy? And... A lot of limiting beliefs that I also see now my clients have of you showing up and speaking about the thing that you sell. But if you think about it, you've built this channel and like you're creating this whole content in order for you to share more about the things that you're passionate about and most probably your business and your freelance practices and the things and products or services that you're selling. And then in the end of the day, because you're shy or because you're doubting yourself, you never really end up speaking about them. So this is a huge mistake a lot of people do just because then you not only get tired about constantly um, producing content and being online and sharing these things, but then you also don't see new clients sign up or you making sales and you're like, okay, so social media doesn't work or Instagram hates me or whatever. Like, it's really interesting how we can then... um, summarize or like um, explain these things for us, Um, the truth is that you got to find a good balance between educating and entertaining your audience and being there for them, but also telling them more about how they can work with you and what do you actually do and not allowing your fear and your doubts and your, um, yeah, just feeling uncomfortable online stop you from actually being able to help someone. And this is a whole module that we have in Kickstart Your Business. And I guide people through the mindset of selling and how can you overcome these fears and doubts and start understanding that there are people out there that would love to work with you, but maybe don't even know how. So yeah, that's really, really important. And oftentimes, again, it comes from fear, it comes from your doubt, and it comes from you not wanting to be pushy or salesy or your f- friends to hate you. But in the end of the day, part of having a business is selling. You you got to sell. You got to make this business work, which is money income stream. <laughs> so part of why you're doing all of this is selling. And I believe that selling can be done in a very authentic and true and honest way, Um, coming from place of service and coming from place of like passion and not from please give me your money right now. You got to give me your money. Um, A lot of people have negative and blocking mindset when it comes to selling. They've seen a lot of bad examples of selling online. So, yeah, that's a really, really important topic. And that's why I also cover it in Kickstart Your Business, even though it's sometimes for my clients, it's a little bit too early and they're like, oh, I don't know how to show up in a sales conversation, but um, it's important to do that and to challenge yourself because you're going to be more prepared later. And point number five would be don't rely solely on social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I believe that finding diversity with your um, marketing outlets or like your visibility, let's call it like this, is really important just because even if you choose, yes, I want to build online visibility too... Don't forget about the offline space. Um, I found it very helpful for me to go to events, yoga classes, workshops, just getting to know people and telling them about what I do. And you have no idea how many connections can actually happen out of that. It's not only the online space. and in moments where you feel um, pressured or it's coming too much, or you don't feel like creating so much uh, content online, this doesn't mean that you're failing at your selling, but you can just mm, approach it a little bit more creatively and again, go offline and see what events can you attend? um, Where can you find the people that have these interests and would be your potential audience? So never, ever, ever rely completely on social media. And here, another topic that's important to mention is that um, I believe that email marketing is incredibly important too, just because a lot of people have lost followers and profiles and things on social media. Yes, these things are now like these... um, cases are not so often, but it could be that you focus your whole time into building an Instagram channel, let's say, and you're building it and you're building it and you're building it and you have thousands of followers and your account is banned or something happens. So what happens with your clients and all the audience that you've built? And this is why an email marketing or just newsletter any place where you can, um, have a little bit more contact to them in this terms. I mean, email is really important because at least like this is the thing that you can control Um, and kind of the contact with them that you really can control. Again, um, it could be that your account on any social media platform is banned or for a couple of days you can't use it. And this is really crazy. And when it happens to influencers or people that completely, completely rely on promotions and working with brands. This is crazy, Um, so don't rely solely on Instagram, diversify. And what I teach my clients is to, yes, choose your social media platform, but also we work together on their email marketing and also offline strategies of where they can find their target audience and how can they just um, immerse in the real world, also presenting themselves and speaking about their services and, um, yeah, not being shy about all of that. And I think with that, my lessons on online visibility or my core lessons, let's say, um, are over. Mm, I really think that it can be summarized in start small, start easy and also look much more within yourself than what people say that the algorithm prioritizes or what you should be doing. Everything that you're putting out as a freelancer or business owner should be working for you and the way that you want to live your life. So don't put yourself in the prison of needing to constantly feed like a couple of social media platforms um, or online platforms with content and just, yeah, burning out yourself in your business. Like this is a huge topic for me that in the end of the day, the things that we're creating, like starting this business, you're doing it because you... Want to do it? You want to have your freedom. You want you to decide, like you being your own boss of how to do things. So then, don't listen to what anyone says, but do it your own way. And I believe this this is the the best practice that you can do, uh, just because you will enjoy this. You will be having fun while doing this. And it's not going to be just another task. Like I really love creating content and I really love sharing my stories and I don't do it because I have to do it. I do it because I want. And in the moments where I don't want, I also stay silent for a couple of days and that's also okay. So I guess this is everything that I wanted to share with you today. Thank you so much for listening. And before I jump out, I just want to share with you what are the ways that we can work together and how I can support you more on your uh, freelance or business journey. A couple of months ago, I created a free masterclass um, called Build Your Self-Employed Vision. So it's a very hands-on approach that will help you to start thinking in this direction and imagine how it can look like, what your offers can be, what your services can be, and also learn what the next step would be on this journey. So if you want to do that, uh, you can find a link in the show notes. And um, again, it's free. You can directly sign up and watch the masterclass. It's around 60 minutes, I believe. Um, And I know that it will help you to clarify a bit more how um, to approach this journey, but also what exactly you want to create. The next way of working together is more personalized, and it's a one-on-one, one-off coaching session. Uh, So it's a nine- T 90-minute call with me where we sit together and we really get you unstuck. We focus on why do you currently feel stuck, what is happening in your business, in your life, um, and afterwards, we also find kind of actionable steps of how you can um, approach this and what you need to do. So you have a plan in the end of the um, session. And also, like, I come in with all my knowledge in business foundations, marketing, selling, um, personal development, mindset work. So no matter where you are, I think I can get you from there. Um, and the last thing and the like longer-term pro- process would be Kickstart Your Business. Kickstart Your Business is my signature program. It's a 12-step um, journey f- in taking your um, idea into action. It's really gonna help you find what you wanna do, what are the first steps that you need to make in order to build this into a business. Um, We tap into target audiences and services, marketing, selling, branding, social media, all of these things. And by the end of the program, you pretty much work with your first clients. Um, And Kickstart Your Business is increasing price from March on, just because a lot of content is going to be changing um, within. There are going to be masterclasses coming up um, in the program. And also later in the year, it's going to be a group program. So um, if you want to save your spot on the current price, you can yeah, just hop on a free call with me or just DM me on Instagram and we can work through that. No matter if you're going to be starting from March or later on, um, it's just pretty much going to um, fix you of having this price instead of the um, new one which is coming from the 1st of March and that's pretty much everything I needed to share <laughs>